Adult School and Marco Podcast. What the rock is cooking? It's the Jeroni beat, pie eating, trailblazing, eyebrow raising, lyrical icon. I'm such a superstar, Vince McMahon. I need my name on the Titan Tron. Remember me, dead broke, rock bottom, gravel and poverty. I just hit it with the rock bottom. I'm the people's champion on the microphone. WrestleMania might need me to do their theme song. Hey, yo, bring that shit back. It's the Jeroni beat, pie eating, trailblazing, eyebrow raising, lyrical icon. I'm such a superstar, Vince McMahon. I need my name on the Titan Tron. Remember me, dead broke, rock bottom, gravel and poverty. I just hit it with the rock bottom. I'm the people's champion on the microphone. WrestleMania might need me to do their theme song. Margo, Fox, Shotty want the people strudel. I was Rocky Mafia, a charismatic student. I stayed in the gym like who's my next opponent. Walk down the ramp, exhale before the curtains open. I'm the Brahma Bull. I'm the Great One. Tell you. USA is CH, son, and my rhymes raw. I'm talking Monday night. I got the title. I put it on the line tonight. Some more and drop. We can get technical. Sharp shooters. I ain't talking weapons, though. I'm the best. I train for it. Ask my pen and pad. This is in my blood, so like the rock. Ask my dad. Who's the asses? Somebody screaming. True honesty, aka team. Bring it. I'm electrified. I might spark a white album on any pay-per-view. Guarantee I spark the even when I leave, I'm still here I'm the rock, so yeah, you could be scared Tell me what you think, it doesn't matter though So shut your mouth and know your damn role Spine busted, followed by the people's elbow You knocked out, ref, ring the bell, yo yeah. Dark night is And then you can't watch more of your We're gonna smack down on y'all bitches, you know what I mean? Ha <laughs> Coldest motherfucker doing this shit. Look. Shout out DG Prouder, you Drugs got them high, out of body experience. Your bitches playing games and I've been serious. I phone a thought like that whole series. This bitch suck my dick cause I got on jewelry. Hundred million dollar nigga on that green screen. Trap nigga came up with things on that triple beam. Mama was poor. Remember grilled cheese and green bean. Give me orange juice, Tropicana, roll on ecstasy. It ain't no fans. It's just police and Instagram, fuck them not your mans Why you leave me in that jam, why you click with them Gang banging get you crip, why you blick with them Said you told the F and N, where is it then?
weekend. Dog, you not my homie. You faked it in emoji. I'm a goat behind this purple. Rest in peace to Kobe. 2020 been a hoe. I lost my baby mama and my baby mama mama. And I lost my baby daughter. I can tell you how I feel as a baby father. But I'm peaceful right now. I don't need the drama. I'm growing weed right now. Yeah, I'm a farmer. Real trap nigga. Remember when the time standing outside? Hundred dollar coat, pocket full of dimes. Folk got the coke. If you fuck with the white, if you not the feds, I can tell you the price. Huh? Niggas talk shit, but don't play with your life. Give this dick to your wife. She tell you that I'm nice. I'm going Vegeta, go cool, cool a freezer ice. Drip sounding like I'm pouring two liter of Sprite. Bad little bitch, me and her Snapchat. She got a rack and a fat ass. I told Shouty I'm with all that. Then she poked it out and made a clap. Real OG rapper weed. I'm Mr. Dispensary. Smoke got the RV. Then record an EP. I don't fuck with PD. They remind me of STDs. MF, MVP, OG, PIMP. And I slide like EBT. Rolling on X. Don't F with me. We on E. Shouty gon' F me when we on E. Eat me like E. I'm a gangster, they think that I'm GD I'm not banging no flag, claiming no set Police would be on my heels, I ain't with that Get back, when it's get back, we gon' get that Click clack, ain't no time for chit chat I know some shooters on go, you don't know any shooters The fuck you finna do, we get into it You tough as hell on that phone, what the fuck you finna do Folk pull up to your home, home alone, chrome to your dome Be smooth when them demons coming Cool out, smoke some weed or something Nigga tweak with me, you gon' bleed for nothing Boy, you vegan, this ain't beef for nothing I'm a general, I'm a big stepper Pull up to your trap and I apply pressure Bust down drip, I'm in VVS We gon' make a film like a VHS She in a bubble bath with a wine glass Smoking a blunt with her fine ass I'm tryna yeah I know she got that yeah some. If you bad, twerk some. What them pussy niggas said, cause I ain't heard nothing. What them pussy niggas said, cause I ain't heard nothing. What them pussy niggas said. I'm Batman. Adult School with Marco Podcast, the truest real school in America. And today, this episode is brought to you by Cash App. Cash App. Hit that link in the description. Send me some money. Cash App. Hit that link in the description and donate some money. Hit that link in the description and gift some money. Money, 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 money. Money Talks. Chris Tucker. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, you already know what to do, man. I ain't even got to ask for it. Hit that. You know, you got Cash App on your phone. Send me a dollar. Send me a nickel. Send me a penny. <laughs> Don't send me nothing like $100 or $500 or $1,000. Send me like, you know, so I know it's real. Send me $2. $3.08. This episode is brought to you by YouTube, Adult School Marco Podcast on YouTube. 
and also on damn near any platform that you can listen to podcasts on. Also, we got merch on the way. 2023 Adult School Marco Podcast merch. The Trillist Realist School in America and today. So let's get into this episode. Uh, I want to talk about a few things. I want to talk about Easter. Uh, This is April 13th. One week away from 420. Uh, Those of you who listen to this pod, follow my pod on Spotify, iTunes, as well as uh, YouTube. Spotify audio, iTunes audio, YouTube audio is different. Go to my YouTube channel. You can see, you know, just more videos. Uh, I had a great time Easter. Uh, celebrated with my daughter, London. My beautiful baby girl. My little three-year-old. She's turning four in a couple of months. Be July 3rd. Be the big quattro. That was my that was my number in high school, four. <sighs> Um, yeah, we had a great time, uh, visited my mom, shout out mom, she made a nice spread, ribs, potato salad, devil eggs, baked beans, it was great, sipping on some Gatorade, like a G, yeah, me and London, we had a ball, man. We painted eggs, you know. We put the smiley stickers on them and the eyes and the fake hair. Boiled some eggs. So we decorated eggs. Then we went on a Easter egg hunt, which was really cool. Um, It was really great. Went around, uh, shout out Redwood. You know, they really need to fix their roads and all that. But, uh, you know. Uh, Redwood Trailer Park, we was, uh, we was in and out the whole trailer court, you know, and, uh, it was cool, London got the chance to get around, get active, run, uh, speak to some, some people, introduce herself to a few people, make some new friends, some little kids, it was great, I I just always have a fun time watching her interact, like, I just love her so much, um, God bless my daughter. Uh, She's three, man. She's finna be four soon. Uh, Gonna get her in school soon. Right now, I'm I'm really keen on aiding her development. And, you know, just as a father and, you know, as the man in her life. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm so grateful and I'm blessed. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm eager to continue that journey, you know, as a father. Just, you know. Uh, I'm grateful for God, for sure, everything he's done for me and, how, you know, just what he continues to do for me and and my family. So God bless my family and God bless everyone that's listening. Uh, no, I'm not a religious man, but I'm spiritual, you know. Uh, yeah, so, you know, um, this summer, you know, looking forward to outdoor activities with my daughter, you know, running, playing jumping, swimming, you know, everything, uh, sports, you name it, prepping for school, learning, teaching, praying, 
you know, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue to upload uh, videos of London on my channel every now and then. It, it, you know, it's, London does way more numbers than I do. I've noticed that, and that's amazing. Uh, I'm looking forward to continue to grow my platform so I could be able to you know get it monetized and later down the line pass it down to my daughter you know uh, everything I do is in the aspect and in the light of business you know uh, creating business and so forth so uh, yeah um so what I wanted to do on this episode, and I can't right now, which I'll do like a follow-up episode to kind of just more of an audio side of things and more of like a recap recess style, but uh, I did want to talk about, uh, there's two two of my friends I want to discuss. Uh, both of them are content creators. Both of them have big YouTube following presence. But both of them are extremely talented in their own respective fields. So I just want to shed some light on two different individuals. Uh, this first part of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about one of my homies, one of my friends, uh, somebody I look up to um, in general, I feel like. And uh, this is a man that I think that uh, has displayed a lot of growth. This is also a man who is, you know... A under a underground legend in terms of the amount of work he's put out the amount of importance the amount of network and and people how the way he's been able to navigate it's uh i'm taking notes i mean this is this is an og of music uh creator um, Chicago, you know, um, you know, the last, this is 2023. So I would, I would really say that, you know, we're, it's a decade. We've had a decade of Illinois, uh, drill music, as you call it, you know, in Chicago. And, um, this is a guy that I'm going to be talking about who's very instrumental in the beginning of drill music. And, uh, not not necessarily just drill, but he was somebody that was right there on on the on the battlefield when that began. He was somebody that you know. When we talk about drill music, if you're from Illinois, drill music, I, you have a lot more opinions on it than if you're not in Illinois. If you're in Illinois and you're familiar with Chicago style music. You know, uh, if you're familiar with people like, you know, uh, Chief Keith, FBG Duck, Lil Durk, uh, P. Rico, um, G. Herbo, you know, I could keep going. You know, this guy has been in the room with a lot of them. This guy has not only been in the room with a lot of them, this guy has produced records for some of these big artists, um, recorded some of these artists, engineered mastered mixed a lot of these artists so uh without further ado man I'm, I'm discussing man my homie big six big six s-i-x-x big six aka marco montana mmb marco montana beast you know uh man and you know so i ain't got my interface with me right now i'm just gonna 
I'm just gonna give like a straight talking breakdown though, and just really, um, I'm excited, man, cause uh, I was just on the phone with Marco not that long ago. We was catching up some things and we was chopping some game up and just you know, I was uh, I was listening to him. Uh, we was kind of just catching up on some things and um. <sighs> And yeah, man, like if y'all don't know who Marco Montana is, y'all need to go uh, go right to the link in this description. I posted his YouTube link here, but you could also do your homework, you know, Google him, get in tune with him. He's got several mixtapes, albums, you know, the whole nine. Uh, I first became a fan of his, I would say around... To, it was between it was between 2013 and 2016. It was between that window of time. Um, <clears throat> after since we met, I've been a fan of his music. He's very talented, creative. He's got a unique sound, and it's undeniable. You know, some 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 rappers. I feel like some rappers, like, I feel like as though they need so many components to be relevant or so many components happening at one time to, to, to pop or, or to, to, to look like they got it or whatever. But this guy, Marco Montana Beast, you feel me? Big Six, like, du like dude is the total package. And when I say that, I mean... He's an artist. He's a good artist. He's a lyricist. He could do, he's got multiple styles. He could go in and out. You know, he could kill a freestyle. He could go kill somebody else's beat. He makes his own beats. He's got a, he's got a acute sound for music. It takes a lot of skill and time and patience, you know, and, and focus and determination to, to, to make beats, to even want to make beats. And to grow in it, to get better and to progress. Um, it's hard to do that with anything. You know, it's naturally when you started something, generally you're not all that great. So when you keep going at it and keep going at it and keep going at it, and when you find yourself getting better and improving, that's what's up. That's the beauty in that. <clears throat> I mean, I've been knowing this guy for almost 10 years. So when I'm talking about him, Y'all might not know exactly who I'm talking about yet or, you know, this and that. That's what I'm saying. You know, y'all do y'all homework, figure it out. Um, I'm really looking forward to, to doing some more projects with them in the future. Uh, I think we lining some stuff up as we speak. And, uh, you know, uh, this guy, man, to, to get into a little bit of his resume, man, like, you know, Marco Montana, like... <clears throat> Uh, super producer, produced records for G Herbo, uh, uh, Lil Dirk, Boss Top, Blood Money, uh, and, and you know, and many more. Um, shout out Tay Rico, uh, Big Ya, um, this guy, man. And I didn't say, and, and what the crazy thing about it is, right? Because I sound like I'm getting fanned out, right? Like, I, because I, I low key, not nah, even low key, I legit, I wanna, I need to get back 
into more of my camera work. I took a break, but when I, I want to get back into camera work, I want to do like a whole documentary film on Marco Montana. I just think for the state of Illinois and for Chicago, and I, I think that would be big in itself outside of me doing footwork and doing, you know, you know, doing things like that, you know, in a way that I could present it in a, in a way that it's, it's, it's information and facts all put together and just delivered, you know, uh, successfully, you know, executed right. Because uh, what I, what my intention is, right, is to, to put a spotlight on some, some talent, you know, um, it's not necessarily to judge, critique, glorify any any specific visual, but it's really just, you know, like, hey, like, you know, just like a, like a, I don't know what you call it, like a acknowledgement, you feel me? Um, on my end, like a big up, you know, because like, this is the thing, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm gonna take a break uh, real quick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say this, like, studying music and the music business and the rap business and all that shit, like, huh, it, this shit gets so wild. This shit is so crazy. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, you see certain artists and you see their success and then you start to ask, well, how come this person is doing so good? Or how come this person is starting to slow down or how come we haven't heard from this person or how come this person is just on fire and this person's doing all these numbers and how come this person's numbers ain't high and all, you know, all the semantics that go in and out of that. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors. But like Snoop Dogg said, the game is to be sold, not to be told. So I'll leave it there, you know. I mean, Now getting back to getting back to Big Six. Uh, see how many I he's got he's got a hundred band. Welcome to talk about his mixtapes. Uh, and I've I'm a fan of all of his work. I've I've downloaded and played all of his projects, all of his mixtapes. I wanna I wanna come on this this uh pod right now and play some shit, but I'ma just wait at a later date. Uh. When I'm in my studio, when I got more of my setup going, but yeah, man, a hundred bands mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Uh, dope mixtape. Uncrowned Kings mixtape. Uncrowned King. Uh, dope two mixtape. Back to the basics. Now. That's a lot of projects right there on top of, you know, pushing out singles and music videos, you know what I'm saying? And he's actually really talented. He's really and he's got other work too. Uh he's he's uh I seen like some some acting bit he was in, you know, um couple commercials and stuff. Like, I mean it's it's huge when it's cool too when you get to watch one of your homies get in the light. And it's cool to watch one of your homies like do something that they love doing, and they're really good at and thrive in. Like, like if it's it's cool, it's a good feeling, man. And I, you know, I'm I've always been 
somebody who's big into bigging somebody up, you know? Uh, excuse me. But yeah, man, like, if y'all ain't in tune, get in tune, Marco Montana. Is one of the rappers that I know, just like myself, we, you know, we're from the Dat Piff era, live mixtapes era, Spinner, Spinrella, Spinnerella era, you feel me? Um, you know, and it's crazy because that's like damn near 10 years ago, right? Like when we think even behind 10 years ago, even take it 15, 20 years ago when it was CDs, still a thing, you know, and, uh, when we went into digital streaming and even that's evolving and we got more of these platforms now, you know, uh, you know, we continuously evolve. So artists like myself that are, you know, 10 years in, 15 years in, 20 years in, we could, you know, we could still be young, but we could still have that veteran status because we've been doing this for years and years at this craft. Now, sure, there's a lot of things that go in it, you know, and there's differences when you're looking at it from a business standpoint, as far as a hobby or whatever. But I mean, you know, ultimately the goal is to get money. So, shouts out, shouts out to um, Montana on that end too, because he, he told me something that I'll never forget because we was having a conversation not that long ago. And he made a statement that stuck with me. He said, don't nobody want to look up to a broke-ass nigga. And when he said that, it took me a couple minutes for me to really break that down and get that. And he write, and don't nobody want to look up to a broke-ass nigga. No matter if it's on the internet or real life, like, I mean, you know, that's just the truth, so that's motivation in itself, really, because, like, a lot of us get money, but, I mean, to what degree, and then what are we doing with it, and, you know, one of the things I see in a lot of these rappers is, like, the way they spend money, And, you know, when you, like, it's, I'm, I can't even call myself a rapper anymore. I don't think I can. You know, I got bars and I can rap, but I'm not, I'm not a rapper anymore. I've, I've become something else. You know, I would say I'm a content creator, but I'm not, I'm not a rapper. Even though I, you know, even though I rap, even though I upload music and, you know, this and that, and, you know, albums and mixtapes and shit, but like. I remember, like, yeah, 10 years ago, I was actively rapping. I was doing a lot of shows. I was getting a lot of videos, a lot of coverage, a lot of press, doing a lot of things, pursuing that shit. And at the time, the money that I was spending, you know, I was putting, I was investing, but I was investing a lot of that money wrongly and with a lot of wrong people. There's a lot of hesitance where I'm at now in my music career because a lot of the mistakes that I've made and also some some of the good things that have happened too, though, that brings hesitance. Me being older, me being a father now, 
you know, I'm not 23, I'm 32, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not 17, I'm 32, there's levels to this shit. So, but I'm, I'm bouncing back and forth between that because I'm making a point. Is like, you know, like take, for example, Marco Montana, right? And I've never, I, I, I'm saying it like this because I don't want this to sound like pocket watching. What I'm saying is like, it's like money aside or money involved, whatever. I get excited when I see Montana go on a run or when he putting out music. One of the reasons is because it feels like there's some sort of plan when he does it. Me, I'm so sporadic and impulsive, right? And I don't plan shit. I'll just upload, you know what I'm saying, something. But I know better because I should... You know, when I release something, I should start having, you know, I should start paying for promo packages and do a rollout and market better. And I should have a social media presence, you know, if I wanted to be a rapper and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of shit that should be happening with it because that's going to immediately separate me from where I am to a different tax bracket. In the in the in the music industry. Now the thing about it is, is like you know, there's so many different hats you can wear in the industry. Being an entertainer in general. So the trick is, I guess, with me is I'm trying to find out what's going to align myself in the best way possible all across the board. I mean, is is me being a comedian going to be the route? Me being a writer, a battle rapper a engineer, a cameraman, a podcaster, I don't know, but I'm I'm kind of trying to trying to do as much as I can, but at the same time, I know I'm not going to get that coverage. I'm not going to have them numbers. Because I'm because I I'm I'm not I don't really even have an answer for cuz why, it's just that's what's going on. But I still I still get excited when I see somebody like Marco Montana drop a project, fire a project, and he and he consistent, and then he got a plan. He he put a project out, and then boom, a couple of days after a project, you know, another song, boom, music video, boom, for the album, uh, getting up. Then, you know, it go from there to, you know, press, press, up, uh, promotion, boom, boom, boom. Getting some shows lined up, boom. Getting gigs, getting around. You know, it's, it's about putting yourself in the mix. With me, I'm not in the mix enough, I feel, for me to have like a, like a rocket incline up. And I don't even know, like, you know, and what does that mean? I mean... Because even though we live in a world where, you know, it's possible to to become famous overnight or go viral overnight, a lot of things aren't the same and a lot of things aren't what you think they are. And a lot of things don't be, you know, worth it in the end like you think they do or all of this other shit. A lot of things we might not be ready for, too, though, when they happen, but we think we want it, but... 
But I was saying that I got a lot of respect for for Montana, and I'm also, you know, I'm praying, I'm praying for his success. And I, I've been, I, I'm, I'm gonna begin to pray for all of my friends' success. Be real intentional about praying on things and pray for their success. Um. I mean, I'm telling you, wait until I do a recess, you know what I'm saying, episode where I'm playing this music and then like how I've done on a couple. You know, if you fuck with Dose School Marco Podcast, you can go on my YouTube and go on my playlist. You could go on, you know, recess. You see, I do different reactions and stuff and breakdowns like how I did NLU Skeets. I did uh, Saha the Prince's Freestyle. You know, I've done a couple. I even broke down some of my songs and mixtapes. So I'm going to wait. So I get into a recess portion of it, you know, where I could play some of his stuff. Cause man, that's that's why low key another reason why I wanna I wanna damn I wanna do a documentary on Marco Montana because he's he's so cold to me. I ain't capping, G. Like like I literally he's he's maybe the only artist I do this with, but like I get so excited when he dropped some shit, I, I go listen to it, right, I put my headphones on, my studio headphones, I, I listen to it, I analyze it, I break it down, I listen to whatever he drops, probably more than, like, five times, like, like, <laughs> easy, like, in a sitting, like, and hit different because I know him in real life, that's something that, about rappers that, like, a lot of us probably feel now more than we ever did because nowadays the social media, like, we'll, we feel like we know more about their personal private life, which is scary and it's tricky. However, it is something, right? You know, there's just more of a connection uh, there when you think that you know somebody. But anyway, like man, I know I I I know from from uh all the YouTube uploads, all the different conversations we've had, this and that. <clears throat> I I I seen him work a lot, man, and I ain't never really truthfully been around him too much. I think I've only been around him maybe two or three times, like in person. But outside of that, like sometimes you could look at somebody, you could tell they got it. Like, yeah, gee, they got it, you know? And uh, with him, and then you look at, you know, just you look at the climate of Chicago music and, you know, you know, RIP to everybody who's lost their life that's an artist in Chicago, you know, any affiliation and, you know, whatever, like RIP because man, it's a war zone. And to have artists that were doing this shit 10 years ago, a lot of these artists from Chicago that was doing this shit 10 years ago, I can't put no percentage to it. I promise you more than not, like a lot of them, too many of them, that were doing, that were rapping in Chicago 10 years ago, a lot of them aren't alive anymore. A lot of them aren't here today. Dead or in jail, prison, however you look at it. 
So it's truly a blessing because we'll take that shit for granted because we live in now. But 10 years from now, right, in that in that time, motherfuckers will be talking about the motherfuckers right here, right now. You know, because it'll be 10 years ago for them then. But, you know, it's incredible, man. Not only his skill set and not only his, you know, just being being in Chicago, having to be in Chicago. A lot of people don't talk about it. A lot of people just want to normalize everything, normalize chaos, normalize murder. Everybody want to normalize murder now. Everybody want to, you know, capitalize murder. Everybody want to profit off murder and a lot of negative other things too. Like, motherfuckers just normalizing that shit. Like, oh yeah, I got switches, got 30s, got 50s, got 40s. Like, damn. <laughs> the fucked up part about it is, is it's normalized. That's That's the norm in Chicago. Everybody got a gun. And everybody, you know, everybody think they ready to blow that motherfucker. And that's a wild way of thinking. Like, this ain't the wild, wild west, G. How how traumatized have we become to not only ignore the trauma and not discuss it, but also to just roll with that and, and say, come on, side effects. Fuck therapy. I got this chopper. Like what? Shouts out, man. Shout out Marco Montana, man, because he's somebody that has so much game and wisdom. Like, due to the fact we and I'm speaking on like he got wisdom in this shit, in this shit, with this shit, with this craft and the shit that come with it. Like he's seen a lot of shit. A, a lot more than what I know and more than what I could just talk on. But, like, real talk, though, I'm knowing, though. You feel me? Like, he got a lot of game, a lot of good advice, a lot, of, you know, because he done made good progress. He done made good decisions. He made some mistakes, too, just like anybody. But the wear and thaw and the longevity and the perseverance of that dude, of that man, of that artist, of that father, you know, because, like, I'm telling you, this shit get deep, gang. Like, motherfuckers really don't want to see you win, bro. Few, few and little. You know, more times than not, anybody, right? Anybody. This goes for anybody. You could probably only count the closest motherfuckers to your life, the motherfuckers that's really, that's really willing to, ready to ride for you at any given moment. Like, the motherfuckers that's really got your back who ain't trying to fuck you over for no reason at all. One of the motherfuckers that's gonna keep it real with you too. Like, ain't you feel me? Like, even when you don't want to, like, that's a real friend. That's You could probably only, you know, one hand or two hands. Maybe you could count and fill up one or two hands how many motherfuckers that, that you got like that in your life. You want to keep them people in your life. Especially people that have been through some shit and they're still good-hearted people. Still people willing to bend, bend you know, bend over backwards and, and inconvenience themselves just to go fuck with you and give you some, you know, throw, 
throw you a bone. You feel me? Throw you a play. That's another thing. I, I got a lot of love for Montana because I done seen him do a lot of that shit. You know, I done seen him be big homie in a lot of situations when he ain't have to be. Especially when you when you a producer, you know, and you making records and all that shit and your shit hot and then, you know, you then boom, you know, it's, it's even when it come down to, you know, a, a certain price on a beat or a couple of beats, a bundle deal, motherfucker might like shit, you know, when your shit hot and your shit hitting like uh, Montana's is, you could charge a motherfucker over the head because, you know, you could get it. You could get that. You got that folk. Motherfucker might say, yo, I fuck with you, uh, folks. Shit, I fucking throw you a deal for this. Woo, woo. Like, that's some real stand up. That's a blessing, bro. Like, that's what's up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's a cutthroat game. And I, you know, I take I take the credit for a motherfucker. Like, if they, if any motherfucker want to fuck with me on some extra shit and fuck with me, fuck with me like that, like, I take that credit because of how I, because of my character and the way I'm coming. Not just because, oh, this person might be cool. It's because I'm not a fuck nigga, too. So, <laughs> you know, motherfucker want to show love. And that's a good thing because a lot of, especially in rap, you know, don't nobody love each other in rap. Like, you know, and, and, in any category of genre of rap. Me, I I I'm I love battle rap. You know, shout out URL, shout out Smack DVD, all that shit. Like I love battle rap, and that's one I got into rap off of battle rapping. And in my creative, that you know, I'm you know, I'm witty and I'm funny and I know how to rhyme and I'm quick. So it's like, ooh, that's a combo right there. I could be on Wild and Out easy. Easy. And if I was on Wild and Out, I'd be one of them. T- I'd want to be. I'd no. I would be one of them top ones right away. Like I would stand out if I was on a show like that. My talent would. You feel me? And then you know other motherfuckers would just help the situation because motherfuckers would show me how to dress and make me look fine on camera. But like, but on the talent level, I'd be getting motherfuckers out the way, dude. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna sit up here act like I act like I don't when I know I you feel me? <laughs> but you know, I don't but at the same time it, it all it'll never be no it's pointless for me to talk shit and gloat because it's like, you know, I'm not in no bracket like that. And I'm broke. And that's not that that's not I'm keep and this is another thing too. We gotta unnormalize this other bullshit. You know, like I cause a lot of motherfuckers feel like if you say anything, if you if I say anything that you don't like, all of a sudden now, you know, I'm hating or this and that. Motherfuckers gotta get back normalizing truth and lies. Okay? Cause are you know, cause motherfuckers get to caring about the wrong shit a lot of the time. So, you know, are we, am I going to care about the truth or a lie? You know, trust me, I've cared about a lot of lies before, but I don't want to do that no more. I want to care about the truth. I don't give a fuck about the lie, right? Because it's not true, right? The truth is, is, yeah, nobody wants to look up to a broke ass nigga. (laughs) And, and, And yo, hey, Montana hit it on the head, G. You know, shit. I don't want to look up to a broke ass nigga. If I'm broke, 
I don't want to look up to me. If I'm a, you feel me? And that's real shit. So what, so what does that mean? Or where do I go from there? Boom. And the game is to be sold, not told. So I'll leave that part there. But I will tell you is, hey, motherfucker, like, I I get this, I get this. Now, now on the flip side, let's 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 uh let's pat myself on the back real quick. Just one pat, right? And I don't do that too much. I'm a broke ass nigga right now, granted, and and and, and you know, but but to my standards. Maybe not to yours, so 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 don't get it fucked up, right? But nevertheless, I'm a broke ass nigga. Now, within this past year, I've I've got I've got I don't even know how to say it, but I've established credit. I ain't have no credit or no credit cards a year prior to this. Now I do. That's a big move in the in the in the right direction. Because motherfuckers not teaching this, G. Motherfuckers not teaching you how to be financially smart. They just expect you to be smart and expect you to just fucking, you know. Well, motherfuckers don't care though. Motherfuckers don't care. That's what I'm trying to do is I'm tr- I want to care. And I want to talk to motherfuckers that care. I want them to have a motherfucker that cares. And I want to care, even if it's just me talking about my own shit. I want to care f- how to be rich, how to not be broke, how to defeat poverty. You know, motherfuckers in my family tree, a lot of them are broke as fuck, broker or poor or in debt. You know, I don't want that shit no more for my generations moving forward. I had a daughter. My first child is a girl. So even if I don't have... No more kids. Guess what? The probability is very high. I'm going to have some grandchildren. You know what I'm saying? Some At some point down the line, somebody will fall in love with my daughter, have kids, I'll be a grandfather. So forth and so on. But, you know... I want to be rich now so my daughter can inherit some good money and knowledge and then and then manifest and grow that and pass that down because I care. And you know why I care? Because don't nobody want to look up to a broke-ass nigga. Don't nobody want to listen to no broke-ass nigga. Don't nobody want to fuck no broke-ass nigga. <laughs> and, and look, truthfully... I'm a broke ass nigga. I won't I won't always be that though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Glory be to God. Like I shit. And I'm not dissing myself and I'm not belittling myself. I'm keeping the shit a bean and I'm and I'm in route to, you know, getting money. So it's like, hey, I gotta motivate myself somehow. You feel me? And that's what it is. And that's what you know, and that's who I am to my core outside of this rapper shit. You know, I'm a I'm an athlete. Why am I an athlete? Because I spent years of my life, years. Just and don't matter. It, it don't matter. Like motherfuckers say, oh, you ain't no athlete, Marco. You can't do this right now. Fuck that. I've spent years of my life training in some kind of sport, or or, or physical, or you know what I'm saying, weightlifting, conditioning. You know, boom. That's athletic. That's athlete shit. 
So with all that time and, and, and you know, dedication to that, it also came with a mindset. And that's where the bag is, is in physical fitness because it's that struggle and resistance and it comes in that form in physical fitness, but you can apply that to anywhere in life. It's, it's, it's the battle part. You know, you got to ask yourself, okay, why do I, why do I run right now? Why do I lift weights? Because I want to lose weight to improve my health because I love myself and I love myself more than what I have been doing because I've allowed myself to gain all this excess weight and lower my self-esteem and, you know, risk my health and all this shit. But God is so good that he's allowed me to get in this hole, but he gave me a shovel to use it. You know, you can dig yourself in a hole and you can dig yourself out of one. But it's more about attitude and perspective and what the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> because niggas ain't going to be holding my hand about it. Motherfucker can love me to the moon and back. They not going, they not going as they shouldn't. They not going to sacrifice their well-being and peace of mind to watch me struggle. Niggas that love me don't want to see me struggle. It hurts niggas that love me to to even think that I'm struggling because they know that I don't want to struggle and they don't want that from me. And me being who I am, you know, I ain't going to lie. Sometimes I get in the mood or I might whatever, you know, I might say some shit or I might woo-woo. And it might be for what it is at the time or whatever. But bottom line is, if you know me, more than anything, I think you know my heart and my intentions. And if you don't know me, you can get to know me. And I'm 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 straight like this, you know what I'm saying? I'm a great guy for the most part. And I don't provoke people. I don't go out of my way to shit on people. If I said anything in a response, guess what? It was a response. A response. To something. But other than that though, I'm I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> uh again, man. Shout out Marco Montana, man. Uh definitely, man. Go subscribe to his channel. I know he just he he over 3k right now. He he a little over 3k. And that's what's up, man. And uh I'm only mentioning that though, because a lot of these young a lot of the young niggas, that's what the young niggas be focused on. A lot of these young niggas. That don't know no better. They just look at the wrong shit. So they want to know, you know, yeah. How many followers do you got? How many How many you got on IG? I don't give a fuck about none of that. And that might hold me back from certain, some opportunities. Or might not, you know, it might, you know, I might not get that look or that nod. Because whatever. But I've already accepted that. And I'm moving around that. So I've just accepted that shit. So it is what it is. And I don't want or need a huge following. I can't manage that shit. And, you know, it be bugging me, like, to to care about that shit, right? I don't want to give a fuck about that. <laughs> the whole thing, because cause, cause this is another thing, too. 
because everything's changed for me since I turned 30. Everything, my whole life, everything in it really changed. It, it's, a, it's a different. I'm, I'm moving at a different speed now. But this 10 years, these next 10 years is going to set me up for my next 10 years. You know what I'm saying? So I'm 32. You know, I'm 32. But I'm, you know, but my 30s, boom. You know, everything I do between 30 and 40, once I hit 40, right, that's going to leverage and position me in to do, you know, the 40s and 50s. But, you know, based off of what I'm doing in these 10 years, it's going to give me the fuel for the next 10 years and so forth. Uh, but yeah, man. And shout another thing, and I'm gonna wrap this up about uh Marco Montana, man. Shout out. Uh, that's another thing. Uh, that's another thing. Me and Marco got in common. See, we both go by Marco, right? Mine's M A R C O. His is M A R K O. But we both by Marco, right? You feel me? Like by far the two coldest Marcos in Illinois. feel me funny marco not from illinois but you know if he was then that you know it, it'd just be you know it'd be three raw marcos but uh another thing i want to say about montana man is uh you know what i'm saying just man he bruh he cold he cold on on the rap shit and you know you know I ain't gonna stunt, man. I, I fuck with it. He's a girl dad. You know what I'm saying? Just like me, I'm a girl dad. You know? And it's something about girl dads. <laughs> Gee, we we the ones. We you feel me like shouts out to you, man. If you if you a dad and you got a little girl, you know. You feel me? If you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? I ain't knocking and don't get me wrong, this ain't no diss to the uh, or slight to anybody that got sons. You know, I'm, I'm, I hope eventually God bless me with a wife and another child, whether it be a, a you know, a daughter or a, or a son, but, but outside of that, man, yeah, man, go sub to him right now, man, like, go check out his, his, man, dudes work with Lil Scrappy, you feel me, Lil Dirk, uh, a lot of, a lot of other, um, various artists as well. And like I said, man, like the sky's the limit for this guy, you know, uh, and something that I'm learning more so too also is like, you know, you know, it's levels to this shit. And at the same time, it's all on God's timing. Like, you know, we all want to try and try to do things on our own, but so many things have to align up and the timing got to be right and all this and that, you know what I'm saying? But, but I pay attention to the way motherfuckers move. And how they and how they conduct themselves, you know what I'm saying, and how they behave and all type of shit. And uh, I I fuck with I fuck with Montana heavy man. So I just wanted to convey that, say that man. Uh, and that's pretty much it right now, man. Uh, whoever's still listening, I appreciate you. Um, you know me, I give it up off the cuff. You know what I'm saying this ain't really written down. Uh, you know pre-production anything i just want to speak my mind on this uh so other than that man <coughs> uh wrapping up talking about big six we're gonna move on to this 
Next content creative is very talented, rising young talent, man too funny, aka Dennis Mitchell Jr., aka NBA Dennis 5000 on Instagram. But yes, he goes by man too funny. And uh, shouts out to him, man. We've been, that's my friend also, man, uh, out of Texas. Um, and we got some stuff coming too. We got some things in the works also, man. And uh, if you ain't tuned in to him, you definitely need to follow up with him right now. I've spoken about him a few times on my pod. And uh, I, within this last month, me and him and I have had a couple of phone conversations. And uh, it's, it's really great. The energy is always great. He's just a really he's a cool young man. Um, and I only say young man because he's 22 and I'm 32. So that's just for the age. But I think he's very mature and above his time um the his consistency in uploading skits uh right now is on a different level and one thing i like about him is he's hungry and i could tell that and i could tell i could tell like like he like he just getting warmed up type shit like motherfuckers be motherfuckers probably be dick riding him like yeah you but he like nonchalant you feel me and i fuck with that because because the the ones they know you feel me like you know that's like when motherfucker be telling me you know like yeah you you killed that first woo woo you did i'm i just be like man that that little that old thing that old verse boy I put, <laughs> you know i what that old thing i pulled that out the closet that ain't nothing yeah type shit you know because you know me like you know i i I know, I be knowing. But then it's like, shit, I got so much room to get better, though. It's like a layup, though. It's like, and then motherfuckers ain't gonna, you know. Like, it, it's like, it's like metaphor. It's like playing basketball, right? Okay, cool. You know, motherfuckers might, like, if you dunked and it was a cool-ass dunk, yeah, motherfucker, you know, yeah, you know, that was raw dunk. But, I mean, you know, you could do that. You dunk. So, motherfuckers ain't gonna, you know, acknowledge that shit every fucking time. Niggas don't give a fuck. That you made a layup. Like, you do that shit. This ain't nothing to you. Other motherfuckers can't do that shit. Okay, granted. But for you, this this ain't hard. You do this. You know? Oh, you did a 360 dunk. Okay, well, next time uh, next time you play, go lead a team to a championship type shit. Show me that type shit. That's what I'm trying to get to, too, though. You feel me? Like, you know... I take I and even these two creatives that I'm talking about, Marco Montana and Man Too Funny, like I look up to both of them respectively and, and I uh look up to their craft and the way they <clears throat> nurture their craft. Because it and it's so respectable, you know, it's honorable and it's and it's it's amazing to look at, you know, especially when you realize and after you live so much life to you really be, you grow that appreciation naturally for it because it's like dang like dang shit ain't always good g like when we you know i'll be coming out here in a pod or i might do a song or i might but you just catching me in a short amount of time whereas like whatever it was that but like whole time you know and even us as content creators we use cameras a lot but the cameras ain't filming us 24 7 you know during the bad times and the rough times neither and so i've gained appreciation from motherfuckers who who are talented and do choose to do something creative with their time and do choose to pursue a passion because 
it, it not only it's motivational, it's powerful. It's bridging the gap, and it's and, and it's and it's you know it's it's man. You reach one, you teach one. It like you could literally. You don't, you might not even look at it this way, but like, you know, you could take somebody like a uh, man too funny, right? Or somebody like Marco Montana, and until you talk about it, you you won't know how many lives they've already impacted, how many lives positively they've affected. You feel me? Cause we all human. Don't get it fucked up. We all fall short of the grace of God, right? But nevertheless we made from God, right? In his image. So it's like, bro, you got to think about it. How powerful, you know, because we need powerful people. We, you know, there's a huge shortage of that. We need powerful people. And what are powerful people? I mean, it, you know, it don't get no more simpler. Powerful people, like, you know, you, you think about back in the days, like people like Malcolm X, you know, Martin Luther King, you know, these revolutionists. And then we look at people today and, and, and you know, where we're at in the times, you know, and everything, so much, so much has changed, you know, uh, with people and, and everything around it. It might be worded differently now, you know, a lot of you know, now we got, you know, internet stars, YouTubers, and, you know, this and that. But in a different, in a different, you know, time, they might have been called something else or did something else. So not to take anything away from these guys' talent, but just to big up their talent and to add to, you know, aside from the talent, just on a human level, like, like these are some really great people. And if they ain't got their flowers yet, I'm giving them their flowers right now. Like, outside of the talent you got to look at it too though like they human like i like we are like they bleed like we bleed so for them to you know push that line and make that content you know shout man too funny like he he told me the other day man bro i'm finna step up my game and this is two or three days after he told me yo i'm finna i'm finna start uh uh <laughs> uploading three times a day like he already stepped up his game he stepped up his game then he he's sitting back he like damn i'm finna go harder like yeah bro like that's what you that's how you do it g because there ain't no formula for that shit for this shit you know but it ain't no formula to like how to get a hundred million dollars or ain't no formula to, Oh, I want to do this, but you got to do it. You just got to do it. You got to have faith and you got to do it. You got to do it. You know, listen to that voice that you got on the inside telling you and talking to you and tapping in with you and just, and go with the move. Don't be scared. Scared money. Don't make no money. All, you know, I could have a podcast episode and tell y'all by name all the bitches that I didn't fuck. Excuse my language. But real shit, like, I could tell you how, you know, it's pro- I, I could I could come up with t- probably five or ten different girls that, like, I was real close to having sex with, but it just didn't happen type shit. But then it's like, it's like, well, shit, why, what's the point of even talking about it? Because, shit, you didn't fuck them, so you know, fuck, in the story, so that's how, 
motherfucker got to look at it like, okay, on some goals type shit. Well, what you doing? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to accomplish? Because unless you trying to do that shit, and ain't nothing to talk about. All that speculation and all that, you know, all, I, you know, all that I could have did it in high school type shit is over. It's over. Motherfuckers that live in that are delusional and they're, and they're stagnant. And not, you know, they still. So keep pressing forward. Keep pushing forward. And, and you know, and put all the chips in God. Develop a relationship with God. Because that's going to increase your faith and your well-being and your mental health across the board. My end is going to do other stuff for you, too. You know, if you let it, it's just, it's, man, but it's deep, though. Ain't no one else talking this shit. Ain't no one else... You know, you got different platforms like, you know, No Jumper, for instance, who just want to broadcast filth and dumb shit and fuck shit. And I used to, I used to, it's crazy, even from being a consumer, you know, to on the other side. But it's like, I used to, I used to listen to No Jumper a lot. I used to fuck with No Jumper. Y'all know this. Y'all know this. I even did a song, uh, uh, you know, I, I did songs like referencing them, that shit, you know, Adam 22, Sharp, all, you know, but, but look, bro, No Jumper is a perfect example of that shit, like, like, they're crumbling, bruh, don't get it fucked up, and they're a perfect of, of example of, like, you know, However you want to look at it, like, 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 when that shit's up, that shit's up. You feel me? Like, when that shit is down, that shit's down. And, you know, you know, it's like, no jumper. Now, this is another thing, too, because, you know, you talk about analytics, and you talk about money, and you talk about, oh, success, and you talk about, you know, what measures success, and what gauges, and all, you know, and you talk about, you know, oh, this these people are rich and they're, you know, okay, I get that part, but, but from a product point of view and from a fan point of view, from my point of view, like no jumper is failing quickly. They're failing. They're, they're, I feel like they're losing subscribers. They're losing fans. They're losing money. They're losing opportunities. They're they're because they're gaining more of a spotlight and they're putting more attention on themselves that they don't want you know they're they're exposing themselves i mean and that's the thing Lastly, I forgot. Uh, I wanted to talk about this, but shout out Burt Kreischer, one of my favorite comedians. Uh, Burt Kreischer from Burt Cast, also from Two Bears One Cave, also from The Machine, also from Hey Big Boy, also from Secret Time, also from 
Razzle Dazzle. Yeah. Um, anyway, nah, man. Shout out Peoria, the Civic Center. Uh, he was just there in March. And, uh, I wanted to go so bad. I saw he was coming to Peoria, like, a few months ago. And was telling myself, like, oh, shit. Like, I'm gonna go see this fucking show. And I just never prepared for it. Like, like an idiot. Like, telling myself I'm gonna see something. And not preparing for it as if it was just gonna fall out the sky. But, man, I wish I was there. Uh... They broke. He broke all the the Peoria Civic Center records. I, I guess that night, like for like attendance and like all that shit. And uh, that's super fucking. That's super dope. He definitely deserves it. He's an incredible comedian. Um, I just watched the uh, the roast of Burt Kreischer on OnlyFans TV, and the, there's a link to it. Um, it's down in the description, but you can Google it if you want to watch it. It's free on OnlyFans TV like an hour long uh i've watched it already like two or three times it's hilarious i definitely recommend watching it if you want to laugh uh what a great what a great guy you know to just to to be that busy and to be touring and doing all these shows to have podcasts ever be successful have a, just everything and to be like what a hell of a guy to have all of that and be like you know what i want to get roasted like that's dope as fuck and, um, you know, it was funny, obviously. Shouts out to all the writers. Um, shouts out to the lovely Kim Congdon, who's also a writer for that. Um, shouts out Whitney Cummings, Donnell Rawlins, um, Trevor Wallace, uh, Jim Norton. Um, fuck. It was, uh, it was great. It was great. So, uh, I think I'm gonna wrap up there, man. Um. Uh, yeah, that's about it, man. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, we, uh, these last, these last two shows that we, uh, we wanted to do, unfortunately, uh, just due to timing and scheduling, uh, those shows, you won't see me at that show, um, on 420. We were gonna do a show. We were gonna do a show, 420, but I will not be there. Um, but it's all good, praise God. Like I mean, you know, we gotta. This also gives you an opportunity to try it on. Try it on for size. Try it yourself, like because attitude is everything. So the next time, you know, something doesn't go your way, say praise God. Or, you know, it doesn't go the way you thought it would or whatever, you know what I mean? Instead of getting mad and, you know, continuing a trend of negativity, turn that shit around and give the glory back to God, you know? Like, for me, for example, like, you know, not too many people know this because I haven't talked about it, but here I go. I'm going to say this and I'm going to get off. Uh, I was offered a job not that long ago and, you know... uh. Long story short, without telling you what I did, I'm just going to say thank God. Now, I'm going to leave it out. Oh, did he take that job? Did he not? What what happened? You know, just regardless, though, you know, and that's, you know, regardless, we need to thank God. We need to be, we got we got to keep that in, the, in our minds, not on some religious shit, but just understanding, like, you know, no matter if you're a trapper or if you're a fucking violinist, 
you need God. <laughs> okay, <laughs> period. For everything. It don't matter if you moving bricks or you touching keys on a piano. Like, you feel me? <laughs> you need God in that situation and after that situation. But after that, man, we're saying all that, man. It's your boy. It's your boy, Chief Mulatto Poppy, all that fly shit, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, man. Praise God, man. Uh, I've been seeing my daughter. God aligned that up for me. Boom, the train station right next to my job so I could go straight off of work, catch the train, spend time with my little girl, man. And that's just this, that's just the beginning of the rest of my life, you know? That little girl is my best friend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's only three years old. But, hey, it's a life thing. Shouts out to all the dads, all the good dads. Shouts out to all the good moms out there as well. Everybody that's pushing and striving, man. We striving and arriving. You feel me? That sounds like some merch. Striving and arriving. But, oh, yeah, man. I'm finna wrap it up. Thank y'all for tuning in. Adult School Marco Podcast, the Trailer School in America. Peace.